you know having uh, having a goal and all that is not enough you know it has to be uh, bigger than that and the purpose is one area and then the other pillar or the other point is a relationship yeah so um, if you come from the point the uh, Perspective. I mean, nothing. Running a business is all about making profit. That's 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 a you know no brainer. Is is yeah. But it's just it's more than profit. Yeah, in order for sustainability, because I feel that everything is about relationship. Yeah, relationship with your vendors, relationship with your suppliers, relationship with your clients. You know, I mean, I I spent uh, time in the initial years building that relationship. With uh, what I call the power team. Yeah. So ready in three, two, one. Welcome everybody to uh, this week's podcast of the Let's Get Equity podcast, and I'm your host Yan Chong from Yan Chong Videos. And uh, today uh, we are very honored to invite a guest, and uh, she, uh, for those that are not watching, uh, just uh, describe. So. Uh, Okay, I think first of all, I want to thank uh, Yen Chong for inviting me on this show. Um, yeah, I'm the founder of Class Living as well as Women of Courage Asia. So Class Living is a social enterprise that focuses on women empowerment. So we do um, life coaching, mentorship in the area of self-development, leadership, um, mindset, yeah, and character building. So Women of Courage is the community that we give back um, uh, and inspire other women to come together, creating a safe space for women to come together to practice being courageous. Uh, with, uh, it's a structured meeting, so there are uh, sharing, sharing of stories of courage, there are sharing of um, expertise, yes, different themes every month. So you get to learn different things every month. And also uh, an open mic segment where the participants will have the opportunity to practice uh, public speaking and sharing their stories from, uh, with a proper uh, facilitation and guidance. Yeah, and of course not forgetting reflections and setting goals. So with the community support, we want to provide this free uh, monthly meeting for women to receive support. So, and the next question was um, how? Like, uh, like from now to like the end of twenty twenty, what's your like? What's the plan? Can you like paint us a picture? Okay. Wow. So straight away go into that, right? Mm -hmm. 
I think this year the focus for me were in terms of the community and the business um, two areas so for the community is to build up a strong leadership team so we we have the exco team and a leadership team so the leadership team uh, is like a mentorship yeah a journey for their own personal growth in leadership to run the events together to evaluate uh, to review you know and establish and plan yeah so having a strong leadership prepare us for bigger projects bigger things you know for um, events and programs that we want to uh, bring bring to the community for, for the benefit of the community the ladies in the community and in the social enterprise front for the business side, yeah, we are focusing on our uh, program development. So in generic terms, product development. So there's already a current market. Uh, so we want to delve deeper because the, the product development comes uh, from a need. Yeah, so we develop our programs, custom design, you know, involve a lot of uh, creative thinking due to the need that we saw. So there's, there are pain points, there are needs that we identify. So we want to develop our programs that will bring the solution and meet those gaps and needs. Uh. Yeah, so these are the two things that uh, um, prepared for 2020. And of course, the various events that are coming up, you know, uh, together with uh, the BBSG, yeah, and the new place that we have. Yeah, so very exciting year. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, before we start like the main topic, this is not really a main topic, la, mm. but, uh, we just wanted to like have to know you better, but okay. in a fun way. Alright, so, I like uh, that. <laughs> we have like 10 questions for you, Okay. 10 or 9 questions that mm-hmm. uh, we can kind of like faster ask you so that you have no time to think. <laughs> you can just say whatever that you are thinking like right at that moment. Okay, So usually cool. it's about uh, a 2 minute game so that uh, our guests can know you better. So you okay. Right, I'm ready. Yeah. Yes. Three, two, one. Okay, what's the best piece of advice you have received? Best piece of advice that I have received? Um, <laughs> four E's. What's the four E's? <laughs> experiment, uh, ex- explore, experiment, evaluate and establish. Wow. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm. So what's something that you failed at? Something that I failed at. Mm. Uh, you mean now? Or I, I have a lot of failures, you know. Just, maybe just one that is Uh, one that I, okay, uh, one very significant one will be that it's a double-edged sword because um, I trust people very easily and that also led to a um, negative experience. Yeah, so learn to exercise more wisdom even though I trust people. I, I allow them to... to um, Flourish, but yeah. But, but I believe that you, uh, you also benefited from trusting like the right people that give you. Yes, the yes, yeah. So, so that's, why, that's, why, mm, that's why I say it's a, a double aged sword. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So, uh, if your house is on fire, what are the two things that you'll get out of your house straight away? My children. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, people. People is the most important thing that is on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weirdest request you got from your client? The weirdest request? Uh? Yeah. Do they ask mm. like, uh, I mean, weirdest uh, yeah. request. Usually they have that as a weird advice. Uh, Things that uh, um, uncommon. Uncommon. Wow. Okay. Uh, offhand, I can't think of anything. It's okay. It's okay. okay we will, we'll jump to the next one. All right. Or we'll think of that one. Mm. Okay, if you have one superpower, what would it be? Like, why? Mm, one superpower that I am able to go into your mind. <laughs> oh, you're the second person that said that. Oh, really? Like to read minds and uh, I think especially for ladies, I mm-hmm. think this is one of the skills that they hope to have mm-hmm. because uh, like that they can anticipate then they can uh, act accordingly. Mm, yeah. But I, I personally felt that it was very stressed to have that power. Mm-hmm. Because of that, you will, you might care too much of what people are thinking. 
oh. thing that I, I mm-hmm. actually thought of is like if I have this power, I I will feel like I will I will be too eager to find out what people think. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that is negative or uh, not not the right response that you want, then for me it's because I mean I am in the business of uh, mindset right I mean uh, life coaching and helping people to break out from their negative mindset mm. yeah so if I can you know I won't intentionally you know go and read if, if I have this superpower I won't be in, uh, intentionally going to read everybody's mind yeah mm. only those that I am helping those that I'm coaching yeah if I know what exactly are, are their, their um, obstacles? What is that limiting belief that they are having? Then I can be more effective um, in coaching them, in helping them. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so I, I'm coming from that perspective. Yeah. That's the, actually, that's the right way to, to, to use the superpower instead of people and trying to like... Yeah, I, we cannot sleep, you know. Wow, so many voices you're hearing. Too many. Yeah. Best movie you've ever watched? Best movie? Uh, so, wow, there's a lot of uh, great movies out there. I mean, if um, the best one so far... Mm. Or some, some movie that you've watched in the past that's like, wow. Don't have to be recent, but mm-hmm. can be some, some movie that you forever remember, at least the plot. Uh, Forrest Gump? <laughs> yeah, I watched it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So if you weren't in this life coaching industry, right, mm. then what would you be doing? Um must it be related? Must it be working? Mm, don't need. Yeah. Just as long as you like to do. Oh I I actually enjoy being a mother, mm-hmm. a full time mom. Yeah. Oh, which I, I have been I know I I stay at home seven years uh, full time. Yeah, but um and to travel, travel around the world with my kids, um, mission work, yeah, mm. doing humanitarian work. I think that would be something that I really, really would enjoy. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. Mm. okay, so we, we completed the, the rounds. Okay. <laughs> everybody got like, <laughs> the themes of uh, Lillian's, uh, like the whole, like the interest and everything. Mm-hmm. Then uh, now we go to the topic of the day. It's kind of like, uh, you sharing about uh, more on like being an entrepreneur, like mm-hmm. how you started out and uh, what kind of uh, problems and hurdles that you face. Then at towards the end, maybe some tips and tricks that uh, whoever that's watching, be it a guy entrepreneur or girl entrepreneur, actually especially for women entrepreneurs, uh, maybe you can give them some tips and tricks mm. to let them be able to have the courage to move forward mm. instead of just uh, because a lot of people are just like in their full-time job, they have a lot of fears and insecurities. Mm-hmm. So uh, they are unable to jump out due to certain certain problems that you may have faced in the past. Mm. So mm. Uh, maybe you can share more like, uh, maybe at, for the start, it's like how do you get started uh, mm. of thinking of starting a business? Mm. Uh, then uh, from there, then maybe I'll jump on. Okay. Mm. Um, I've never actually plan or have the thought of being an entrepreneur mm. yeah um, but my dad is quite entrepreneurial <laughs> yeah uh, and my I remember my, my grandmother uh, was also very entrepreneurial yeah uh, maybe that's the DNA but uh, but to go back to where I actually started I remember I was I, I just walked walk out of depression yeah, I was going through a period of um, postnatal depression, so it was very challenging. And back then, it, you know, that stigma, that stereotype, and we're not very open in seeking um, clinical intervention. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's another story. I managed to walk out of depression without any medical intervention. After talking to a psychologist, um, she actually told me that I actually self-administered CBT, it's cognitive uh, behavioral t- therapy. Yeah, but in from my knowledge, I was just applying, you know, the biblical principles that I know uh, growing up. Yeah, so that that was that. So um, having walked out of that, and 
having my kids um, going on to primary school, my, my eldest one. So my husband was very encouraging. He was like, okay, um, maybe you know, I should go back to the workforce. That would help me you know, in, in my recovery, in gaining back my confidence. Yeah. So it's between the choice of going back into real estate, uh, which I studied real estate management and, and, and had my career in the real estate before, or um, doing something else. And the opportunity to, pres- uh, to start a business came along. So, and it's in the industry of uh, interior decoration, which I have the passion and I'm very interested because I actually designed and decorated my own first uh, flat. Yeah, so that sounds very interesting for me. Yeah, and, you know, custom design uh, and all that. So, but having passion and running the business is two different things. Yeah, so, yes. So, but having that opportunity presented, I really um, give some thought to it. Yeah, I struggled because it's uh, stepping into the unknown. It's an industry that I have no knowledge and I'm not an interior designer nor an interior decorator, so I have zero no- and I have zero knowledge of how to even start a business or even register a company. That's yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. So it's a school of hard knocks. So I have to start everything from scratch. Um, but one thing I remember asking myself, in fact, two questions la, that I asked myself. One is, if I go back, if I embark on this journey. What is, what, what, why? You know, what's the why? What was the whole purpose of it? Mm. Yeah. And at that point in my life, because I just walk out of, de- walk out of depression, right? Mm. And I'm like seeking purpose, you know, and, and seeking confidence and purpose. So um, my thinking back then was, uh, if I can start a business, I'm actually creating jobs creating employment and coming from a, a mother's perspective you know I wanted to like hey why can't I have a business that you know is very conducive for mothers to work and and at the same time being able to care for the children so um, so that that was one reason that I thought was uh, a motivation for me to go into it anyway I, I love interior decoration yeah and then the other question that I asked myself was, you know, how do I teach my children courage? Oh. Yeah, because um, I'm a kinesthetic learner, so I learn by doing. And if someone, if I'm going to tell my kids, you know, be courageous, you know, go and live out your dream, when, you know, it, it has no meaning. It has no substance. Uh. I don't know what you call that, but... Uh, but if I do it, if I walk the talk, if I lead by example, I show them because I remember telling them stories. Yeah, they love stories. Children love stories. But I don't read to them stories. I act out the stories. So they literally live in the whole experience of the story when I go like how acting out how the beat back wolf, you know, will, will half and puff the house down and all that. So yeah, so that got me started. Like, you know, if I want to show that I want to pursue my dream, I lead, I mean, walk the talk. Yeah. And of course, the business side of it is, yeah, or you run a business, you, 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 uh, you, you manage your own time, the flexibility of time, you know, you're in control. And, but of course, the, again, goes back to the purpose, uh, the why. Yeah. At that moment, it was like, okay, I can create jobs for other mothers, uh, like myself, you know. So, so mm. it's like an interior designer uh, company, but with a social, social aspect to it. Like yes, yes. Like um, installation with it. Mm. I mean, of course, at that very start, I didn't think, it wasn't so complex in the, the, the thinking. It was just purely, okay, I'm going to start out. You know, I'm going to start Go, step back into the workforce. What can I do for myself and what can I do for others? Yeah. And it's a growing journey for me. Remember, I have zero knowledge about interior decoration and how to start a business. Well, actually, it, it resonates a lot because mm. uh, for my case, I also opened up this uh, bigger business and stuff. Like, mm. uh, 
when I just started, it was more for survival, uh, mm. like getting month by month. But then uh, slowly as I learn and I kind of like give my creative inputs, mm. there's always something missing. Mm. Uh, something that gave me an urge to do something about it. Mm. So it leads me into education and also a bit of uh, a bit of social enterprise kind of like Mm. like a little passion project mm-hmm. so usually out of my 100% there will be like 20% of my time I'll use it for such purpose mm. and the projects that I've chosen are also a little bit more selective now like mm. uh, if there is a social cause to my client's mm. project uh, it makes me feel like uh, there's a purpose taking it and doing it mm. because I know uh, at the very end of this project uh, it has a much more satisfaction than a normal product feature. Mm. Like a product feature or a service feature can also integrate social aspect of like what they are doing. Mm. Then uh, it gives me a lot of satisfaction as mm. a creator. Yeah. And as for the education side, uh, when I was trying to be an entrepreneur and trying to open up this business, uh, there was very little source of how I can open up business. Or mm. like online, there's not much local community that would kind of like give you a platform to figure things out. Mm. So when I managed to become a little bit more stable, I felt like actually I can, if there's no one out there is willing to help, why not I start this platform myself, mm. then kind of like give them the resources that mm. they need. Mm-hmm. But of course, uh, besides giving knowledge, the person that really wants to learn must go through the hard work. Mm. It's not as easy as you watch, then you, if you don't apply, mm. then it's equally fruitless. La. So mm. uh, having a purpose in, even not just for your company, but having a purpose for, uh, like, if you want to do a project and you really need some sort of, like, a purpose to make it meaningful. Mm. If not, the project won't it doesn't stack up to the expectation, I feel. Mm. Like some of the projects are like that. Yeah, and also in the long run, in the long run, you know, mm. because you may be inspired at that moment, you know, but that passion may just deplete along the way because of all the challenges that comes along and all that. But with that purpose, it will... You, yeah, it will keep you on a, a longer run because you hold on to that purpose. There's a bigger, it's a bigger, it's bigger than yourself. It's bigger picture. Yeah, yeah. like you mm. know, towards the end, is the, the the cost is much greater than mm. like the revenue or the profit. Mm. And uh, there's there's two ways I I see because like, one of my friends actually advised me say passion is just bullshit. Sorry for the using <laughs> the word. Like, it's BS. Bullshit, but then. Uh, Having discipline and purpose is very important to when you're running uh, certain projects or whatever that you do. Mm. You, having the discipline, having the purpose, knowing why you do what you do mm. is really important. Yep. So that I think that's a secret recipe to last long in creating a business. Mm-hmm. If not, you will just go in circles trying to fight for survival, mm. not doing any contribution back to the society. in this I just share based on my past experience yeah what I've gone through um, I think relationship like just now we touched on purpose yeah you know having uh, having a goal and all that is not enough you know it has to be uh, bigger than that and the purpose is one area and then the other pillar or the other point is a relationship yeah so um, if you come from 
the point, the perspective. I mean, nothing. Running a business is all about making profit. That's 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 a you know no brainer. Is is yeah. But it's just it's more than profit. Yeah, in order for sustainability, because I feel that everything is about relationship. Yeah, relationship with your vendors, relationship with your suppliers, relationship with your clients. You know, I mean, I I spent uh, time in the initial years building that relationship with uh, what I call the power team. You know, uh, because my role in that business is like a, a center person. You know, between the yeah between the the manufacturing side, the production side, and the clients. Yeah. So um, relationship was very critical, very crucial, important for for my business. Yeah, I think in for any business per, per se. Yeah, and so don't take relationship for granted. Yeah, every person that comes into your sphere of operating your business, um, they have a role to play. Yeah, they they you, you and you never and don't burn bridges. <laughs> Yeah, and the other area I would uh, want to highlight is risk. Um, yes, being an, an entrepreneur, we are naturally, I think, already have that characteristics of being a risk taker. But uh, I would want to add on to like, uh, yes, take risk is good, but calculated risk. <laughs> yeah, don't just jump in like you will. I mean, there's this analogy. I always like to use this analogy of building a house. I come from a real estate background, right? You build a house, you must calculate your costs, you know, and your manpower and everything. So you don't just go in and build and then halfway, oh, not enough resources, <laughs> not enough materials. Yeah. And then your workers all disappeared and all that. Yes. I mean, uh, calculated risk is good to take risk, but calculated risk. Yeah. And one more area I think is related to relationship. And that is that because I didn't have a mentor. Yeah. So now thinking back on the hindsight with ref reflection, it would really help to minimize failure if you have a mentor, oh, <laughs> a business mentor. Business yeah, business. yes. I, I, I strongly agree on all, all the points, but especially the mentor part. Mm -hmm. But then again, it's not as easy to... I mean, it's not like buying things, you know. Like, mm. you cannot just go to the shop and say, oh, I'll buy one mentor. But yeah. maybe you can give us like, some tips like how can we actually find mentor figures mm. that can benefit them as a person and also for their business? Mm. I think I want to go back uh, to like where I started. Mm. Like although I said that I, it's a school of hard knocks, the learning curve was very steep, but I do have two very important men that was quietly supporting me from the behind the scene mm. yeah and that's my husband and his friend they are the ones who initiated and presented me this opportunity to start a business oh. yeah but they can't be in the front in the they can't be doing the business yeah so but they provided a lot of um, thoughts brainstorming we do come together to brainstorm and then one of them was actually in a actually both of them are in leadership position you know so they do they throw me with a lot of questions yeah so that that those questions you know compel me to think and to do research and to you know like take calculated risk and all that so in a way they are also my mentor it's just that although they are not a business they, they, they don't run a business but they they mentor me in the area of uh, my thinking process mm -hmm. yeah they, because they throw a lot of questions to me and by the way having a mentor your mentor will also throw you a lot of questions <laughs> yeah mm. I mean, it's, it's, it's really good that uh, you, you mentioned that all mm. the points are actually what I want to know and what mm. I want to 
because uh, I personally, I mean, I have some sort of like a mentor, mm. but then uh, they claim that they're not a mentor. Mm. But in my mind and in my heart, mm. they give me a lot of like uh, tips and advice mm. that it's just like a, maybe a few brief statements. Mm. Or, or maybe they look at my work and they just say, hey, mm. you know, like this can be better. Mm. Or, or maybe you can try this next time. Mm. I mean, they, they don't brand themselves as mentor. Mm, mm. But uh, whenever they have comments, mm. I, I take it very seriously and like use it as like an improvement mm. uh, thing. Uh, but we won't have like a sit-down session or like really chat about mm. uh, being labeled as mentor, mentee kind of a situation. Uh. Mm. And, uh, and, they are, and the funny thing is they, uh, mentor don't have to be like very... Uh, very long experience or they don't need to have a lot of experience some mentors can be just like uh, guide you in certain aspect mm. and it doesn't have to be like a 70 year old man that mm. really like you, know, you don't have to purposely dig out someone but if someone that can connect with you mm. someone that can uh, willing to listen to you and kind of like uh, help you uh, bits and pieces I mm. think that's good enough to be mentors mm. and if you I think what's even better than mentor is support groups. Mm. Uh, not then in that sense, there will be like a group of people that actually can pour in mm. uh, tips and like you can even ask for specialized advice. Yep. And uh, those can bring you leaps and bounds. Mm. And you can avoid the hard knocks that you have mentioned just now. Yeah. So I do agree. You know that um, because the definition of mentors. Uh, that's why back then I, I didn't recognize them as mentors, you know, my husband and his friend. Although they are not in the business, but they are in leadership. So mentors can come in different areas of your life. You can have, you know, uh, people who are in leadership, you know, or people who have different, different experiences. It can be spiritual leaders. It can be a community leaders. Yeah, it could, you know, in different areas, uh, as long as they are more advanced in experience, they have more experiences than, than yourself. Yeah, because the questions that they throw at you, right, will help you to think um, in a creative way as well. For me personally, I have the, I, the questions that I received, I, it really forces me to think out of the box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think uh, it's, it's very handy. Mm. Uh, just now, uh, before the podcast, uh, I also talked to uh, Lily, I also shared that uh, my wife is also one of my so-called like a mentor advisor kind mm. of mm. position uh, where mm. she actually share her, her opinions. Mm. And uh, I think it, it opens up a lot of perspective mm. so that as a business owner you won't be so hard-headed on like one objective mm. but they open up more things for you to think about mm. because uh, a lot of things can be happening when you are running a business mm. and sometimes when there's something at the back end that is having issues mm. but you may not see it but mm. maybe others from the outside mm. have like a wider perspective yep. yeah then they will actually uh, tell you out of concern mm. but it's really up to you as a person to whether you want to take in that advice and do something about it or you just going to do what you think that is right. Mm. But sometimes uh, there's this thing, there's this ego thing that lingers. Mm. And uh, I think as a business owner, it's very important to humble ourselves. Mm. Uh, if not, you have a lot of blind spots that mm. by then you want to save it. I think it's too late. Yeah. yeah. I think going back to, you know, my two mentors back then, uh, in the area of leadership for running the business, that was, I think what they sh- the, the questions that they threw at me was very good in leading my team. Yeah. So um, instead of just... Because your team are still humans, you know. It's still relationship. Yeah, that's why... And it's either you want to operate on a one-man show or, you know, you're going to have a team running the business together with you. Yeah, so uh, like I said, for them, they contributed a lot on the leadership questions because they are in leadership, so that's what they can contribute. Yeah, And then, John, just now going back to what you mentioned about a community, I think that's very, very important to plug ourselves into a community. Yeah, So that's why um, we are in the business networking community. 
and uh, not just on the business side. That's why I also work so hard advocating, you know, courage and having the Women of Courage Asia community in the area of your personal development. Because as an entrepreneur, you are, after all, you are still a human. Yeah. yeah, you still need to work on yourself holistically. Yeah, business is just one aspect of your life. Yeah, and how you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> this is good this is good this. Yeah. Like, okay, so uh, this is just two of my questions. I still mm. have more. Oh, okay. We really <laughs> so much good yeah. we, we try to give as much value as possible. Yeah. yeah. yeah mm. this, is, this is one of those big steps. Like, wow, we hit a lot of jackpots for mm. people that are listening. Right? Okay. So, uh, maybe you can share more in details like mm. what are the hurdles and pushback mm. that you have faced. So just now you say a couple of stuff that you have faced, like mm. a lot of hard knocks. And also how you manage to uh, salvage it or solve it along mm. the way. Mm. Um, wow, that's a, a lot. But I, j- I just pull out a yeah, few sure. things that I can think of offhand. Uh, I think initially when I started, because I knew new to the industry, so I don't know anyone. Yeah, I have no clientele database. Yeah, I have no supplier database. I know, don't know anyone. So the only one um, uh, manufacturing supplier that I know, uh, which is why, which is why that the opportunity came along as well. Uh. Yeah. So st- starting from that one. I have to go out there. I have to do my research, of course. So that is that that itself is um, to have a a growth mindset, to to um, to have an attitude of a lifelong learner. Yeah, and like you said, to humble ourselves. You know, like we don't know everything. So I spend a lot of time really self study research. Yeah, find out everything and everything I need to know about this industry from sofa making to curtain, dressing, you know, to materials, sponge, foam, not sponge, foam, <laughs> yeah, spring, you know, what kind of spring, yeah, and uh, a lot of details. So, um, lifelong learning attitude, growth mindset, and then... Um, Building relationship, yeah, I cannot emphasize how important is relationship. Yeah, I remember, you know, having take a lot of rejections. Yeah, because when I approach uh, these people, manufacturing, they are all because it's, it was a very traditional business, mm-hmm. you know. So those um, experts in the field, they are there. They are very well established. Yeah, and older generation. So when I approach them, I remember they like if I when they say something, I don't really understand what they're saying. They 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 just like they don't want to entertain you. Uh, yeah, it's like you can do your homework, then you come back. Yeah. Yes, it's like yeah. I you you. In fact, sometimes the question that I ask, I I don't even know whether am I asking the correct questions. Oh. Yeah. So I receive a lot of rejection in initially. Yeah, but that's not going to stop. That that's not going to stop me from learning, lah, You know. So, um, yeah, that's one uh, challenge that I face because I need to provide my clients with quality products. I need to make sure that I have a quality uh, a manufacturer that can produce quality works. The workmanship has to be good. Has to meet certain my expectations, lah. Yeah, and I don't know who who's who in the market that is good in their workmanship. Yeah, and then whether their pricing that will affect my pricing as well. Yeah, so all these are the initial challenges that I face. Mm, but a lot of groundwork. Yeah. Mm. All this I will lump it under one big one word that is foundation uh, building I will always relate back to the construction process. Yeah, so the foundation. Don't skip the foundation process. Yeah. But of course, uh you can build along the way. Don't be such a perfectionist as well. 
that you know must everything must be this way and this expectation before you can move to the next stage yeah, yeah. that will <laughs> that's self-sabotaging yourself in progression as well yeah, yeah. I mean uh, done is still better than perfect mm. uh, I also learned this the hard way because mm. as a creator you tend to create and you try to like if it's your own personal project when there's no like deadline you tend to, at least for me, I'll try to perfect it or I try to like uh, make this better than the previous one. Mm. But uh, you, you also need to understand like uh, perfection is an illusion. Mm. At least for me, I feel like uh, no matter how much you do, it's still very subjective. Mm. If you let someone watch, then they have one opinion. You let another person watch, has another opinion. Mm. It's and never ending. Yeah, you can never satisfy the whole chunk of people so usually I, if it's my own personal project I don't care how most of the people feel I will just create and let go and mm. let my work speak for itself mm. because if people can understand and resonate then they will definitely appreciate mm. uh, it's too, too, too huge of a crowd to really go and entertain every single yeah I like another what my uh, another mentor always tells us is uh, get it down then get it right you get it down first then you get it right yeah you can this, that's where just now I mentioned the four E's yeah you explore you evaluate you know uh, you experiment and you evaluate yeah for me another quote that I, I always live by is by St. Francis of Assisi he said that start by doing what is necessary then you do what is possible and then suddenly you'll be doing the impossible. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is really cool. Yeah, when I when I when I read this is like, okay, I live by this. <laughs> it's in in very simple terms. Yeah. Baby steps. Yeah. Baby steps. Yeah. Uh, at, at this juncture is also a, a time where if if there's a mic you can drop, this is the time where you just drop the mic and walk off the stage. This is really this, okay, this is very true. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that such quote exists. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's really true. Like uh like what Nike always say, just just do it, right? Mm-hmm. Like really just do it first. Mm-hmm. Then uh you can improve along the way. Yeah. Like when I just started this podcast, I don't have this setup. Mm-hmm. I started with just normal camera and like I think yeah, normal camera and no lights or nothing. It's just mm-hmm. recording then from there, then I study how people do podcasts. Mm. Uh, last time when I just started, there was, there was no structure at all. Mm. So was, I didn't type anything. Mm. And now I just, I, I did the homework. Mm. I study how people do podcasts. I ask a lot of questions for the people that does podcasts and ask them how to really like do a good one. Mm. So from there, they, they, because I actually wrote to the people that did podcasts that I listened to and they actually share their, mm. they actually don't mind sharing their, their process mm. so I just say okay then from there I just pick some of the points and tips I, I did what they told me I create a structure I send the questions to my guests so they mm. are well informed I set up certain looks that I want that mm. I saw it online I feel like I can mimic something like that mm. something that is possible for me to attain mm. then I do it then uh, I think the you will gradually see uh, yeah. a lot of the creators also at the start they create mini words, but then mm. they just keep posting. They mm. just keep doing what they do. Then uh, there was one of my friend that created this uh, IG account that mm. is purely just for photography. Mm. He do not know anything about photography. He do not know how to do any settings. Everything is through the phone. Mm. And from the first post all the way now to the 200 post, right, mm-hmm. you can see the drastic difference between mm. how yeah. much. And it's still yeah. from the same phone. It's not mm. like it changed anything. Yeah. And this shows that really the experience accumulated. Yep. The willingness to, to like really learn mm. and to go and find out how to frame something, how to do certain like challenges that you want to attain mm. is possible. Yeah. I think going back to the question about the challenge is also the other area that I can think of is um when I started it was a one man show. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't have a shop front, you know. I I didn't even have a client. You know, I was like doing all the research, you know, had gaining all, accumulating all the knowledge and all that. But uh, to run the business, you need clients, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think I really want to appreciate all my initial clients, their support. Yeah. So 
um, taking that courage to approach people and you know to ask them if they need this service and all that yeah it, it you you need humility as well you need to um yeah but you but i remember one thing i learned is when i come from the point of how can i value add to to you to your life you know in how what kind of solution can i bring to your your needs so I remember is uh, always, you know, understanding the client's needs and providing a solution. So when I approach someone, it's always like coming from the pos- uh, position of, okay, let me understand what's your needs first. Okay. Yeah. I, I do have, a, you know, a lot of solution behind. Yeah. yeah. But I need to understand what is your needs. So getting the first client was a challenge, you know, because it's more of, about self yeah. Your, you know, being humble, you know, going out there and taking the courage to to step into an industry that is new. Mm. So that itself was also a challenge for me. Yeah, because I keep thinking, oh, yeah, I'm not an ID, leh. I'm not an interior not decorator, good. you know. I, I don't, I'm not trained in that, that field or, or academically, you know. So that is a mindset challenge, lah. Mm. Yeah. And then... Um, yeah, from a no, from no store, from no uh, shop front to you know one from a one man show. When the need arises, then I would have to source for a shop front uh. because. But I didn't. I didn't straight away jump into the shop front just because. Oh, I in interior business. I need to have a shop front. Um, I remember the baby steps. Yeah, start by doing what is necessary. So getting clients was the first necessary thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least you stay afloat. Yeah. Mm. And then when the need arises, because like when, when the business start coming in, then, you know, clients say, oh, can I meet, you, meet, meet up with you at your shop or something? You know, we we'll look through the fabrics and all that. Mm. So that's when I like, oops. I, uh, initially, I used to meet at the factory. But factory is a factory. Yeah, so sometimes it can be quite messy and all that. And, you know, certain clients, they they want comfort. And, yeah, so that's where I started to source for a shop space. That itself was another challenge because, you know, I'm a it's new entrepreneur. And then rental always, yeah, can kill you, you know. Yeah, so looking, searching for a shop space and start and slowly grow, Um and expand and, and then manpower was the next challenge as well as the business grow I only have 24 hours and I'm not working 24 hours right yeah I still have my kids yeah my family yes so uh, that's where you need to start looking into employment into building the team so yeah so yeah and then I have the accounts there. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, compliance, accounts, the finance, you know. So it's like you're multitasking. So yeah, those are initial challenges that I face. We also learn a lot, like within mm. a short frame of time. Uh, I think that's also one of the one of the most exciting part of being an entrepreneur is uh, when the problem arises and you manage to solve it. Mm. I think uh, in that sense, you also force yourself to learn mm. another set of skills mm. that initially you never even thought of mm. hiring someone mm. I I myself have not reached the stage of hiring someone mm-hmm. but at least uh, uh, but for me I have I don't know the higher it's more of like getting ad hoc helps mm. paying for an extra hand just yep. for a certain day like for, mm. for weddings we outsource uh. yeah, yeah we so outsource we yeah. Mm. Mm. I mean that's also considered like shortlisting and like, mm. you know, choose the right people that you think that can complete the job mm. uh, then uh, then from accounts mm. I think everybody that open their own business will have to go through this process of yeah. Like yeah. how to go through ACRA and a lot of <laughs> for me until now I still I don't even know how I managed to open the, uh, the company because mm. I actually ask a lot of people for mm. help like, because they have opened a company and I ask for their advice and like uh, how much uh, who should I put as the director and Fifty mm. percent like share, and mm-hmm. all the things that uh, the the bank requires and the mm. requires. So along the way, and even sorry to interrupt. Even, yeah. even 
whether you register as a sole proprietor or, or you know, private limited or, yeah, th these are like things. I think you, you just need to read up, like, yeah. And if you're lazy to read, then, you know, if you have a friend who is a lawyer or secretarial company, that kind of, yeah, yes. Yeah. I think ultimately there's, some, there's certain hard work to it. Mm. You cannot just, uh, I mean, it's nice that you can do what you want. must be prepared mentally that these will be the challenges that you will face mm. it's just a matter of time why and then when you want to face it mm. because if you don't want to go through the hurdle you can never evolve like you cannot mm. evolve to the next mm. stage for your company that's why a lot of freelancers are able to convert because uh, maybe they're just not confident enough or they're, maybe some are just lazy that they don't they don't wish to go through that step so they mm. just keep sticking to the like the freelance mm. uh, life uh, which mm. I mean if that's the life that you want as a freelancer like you don't want to do all the business aspect you don't want to find the sales you just want to like do like a simple way of setting up then mm. I think it's okay yep. um, but if you want to scale the business uh, you want to create really like strong works right? mm. I feel like having a company name with certain kind of respect to the industry uh. mm. like when people hire and they see like you actually have like a proper mm. company it, it brings in certain level of respect like credibility and as well people or yeah. bigger companies mm -mm. some jobs that you want to be mm. it's much easier for you to have like a, in Chinese you call it like mm. once they see it it's much easier to communicate mm. I think uh there are different groups of people that we are speaking to in this because entrepreneurship is there, there are so many so many different ways of operation yeah so again like we want to go back to your purpose you know why you do what you do why, why, why you set up this business in the first place then you know like I said for some they just you know it's just a passion uh, and you know they are, and they they are not thinking about you know the 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 bigger things you know like yeah and also there's another group that you know you have all the capital you know you have your pocket is deep you know you can just outsource everything <laughs> you know and you just focus on business development and sales you know all so um i always tell myself um the why is more important the how to is limitless the sky is the limit yeah. Yeah, there's so many ways of getting your goals, you know, achieved. But first of all, you must have the goal and with a purpose. Ah. Then you know which, which uh, strategies or which business model fit uh, your purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So nothing wrong with, you know, just being a freelancer. I, I, I feel that yeah. there's nothing wrong. You can always collaborate. Yeah, I am a believer of collaboration. Yeah, I mean, having done a traditional business before and experiencing the pain of it, you know, you know, and that's why I, I after nine years, I sold it off uh, to an interior designer. <laughs> yeah. And um, now online, I mean, like operating online is so easy, right? It's, everybody is like online. Yeah. And yeah, so it goes back to why you want to do what you do and then the how you do it will come into place. Okay. Yeah. Actually, well, just sharing these few pointers, right? Mm. We really clear like most of the mm. most of the questions. Mm -hmm. but, uh, Good. Because you know, <laughs> we, we mentioned like uh, what are the sources, we talk about mentorship, we talk mm. about like different uh, platforms. Mm. Platforms you can talk a little bit later about like, what BBSG and Woman Courage those are a couple of platforms that you guys can consider uh, mm. if you really want to jump into it and have some, some sort of like support mm. system like the start yeah. so uh, what's the biggest myth in the industry like uh, being an entrepreneur what's the, what's the biggest myth that you think that you can address the biggest myth mm. that is a walk in the park a bit of roses <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's not, yeah, it's uh, that you think that you have a, um, an idea. Okay, an idea, yes, 
but uh, it's great to have ideas. But without action, your idea is just an idea. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we, we still need to take action. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, like you really must go through the trenches. Like that's the, that's mm. the hard way to... You have to face it sooner or later. It's just a matter of fact. And uh, it's usually not easy. Mm. But if you can grind through at least for the first six months... And if you really like do the homework, mm. like you really do it every single day mm. and prepare to work more than child hours. I think this is something that is a reality. Like if you mm. want to make it stabilized, mm. I feel that uh, you really need to put in the number of hours mm. and really like do the work and like, you know, like let your client create that trust. Mm. You keep doing, actually if you want do one or two really good works for them. Mm. they will forever remember you as like the person that they can rely on and that's yeah. where the relationship comes in I mm. think it's like a lot more valuable than you keep finding new yeah don't, don't, don't over promise uh, but under deliver always uh, over, de- over deliver yeah you add value you give as much value as pros- possible I remember I have this client who to me was like the most challenging clients I've ever encountered but he was my one of my biggest client and referrals all coming from him. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. And then going back to the myth about entrepreneurship, a lot of people see like, wow, it's like, they see all the success, mm. see all the glam and, you know, glory and all that. But the truth is behind the scene, yeah. all that grind. And a lot of people say that I have a lot of free time now. Oh. But I say no. It's not as easy as 9 to 5. Mm. I feel like now I have even lesser time than what, what I had before. Yeah, a lot of discipline because now you're on your own. Time is in your hands for in your control, and if you don't manage our, we don't manage our time properly, effectively, efficiently, then yeah, we're basically wasting yeah, time and resources. Lost, yeah, you will have a lot of delays for more mm. projects. So mm. yeah, this is something that is very important: discipline, mm. time management. So I think if people are interested, maybe I can create one topic in future. I can talk about time management and how I personally do time management. Mm. Okay, so uh, is there any tips that you can, like just one tip that you can share with our listeners, like if they want to jump into entrepreneurship, just one tip, one good tip. Mm. Jump into entrepreneurship. I think we we'll go back to what my mentor taught me, the four E's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that is that that has helped me, yeah. Because right after selling the furnishing business, jumping into the new, I'm into a new industry, you know, life coaching. So it's 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 different from what I've done previously. So I'm back to the cycle of this four E. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yes, I I practice it. I have uh, to explore like you know right now the product development. I have to spend time. Um, doing the research, experiment, explore, evaluate before I can, you know, establish this product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, don't 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 jump the process. Yeah, yeah it's it's a process. Yeah, it's it's a process. Yeah. I can't emphasize how important that like, we don't skip. Things like, uh, just for example, in a more technical term, if you are doing like uh, SEO, mm. or if you are doing something that is for your branding. If you do, uh, maybe you, you create this branding video or branding content, maybe just one post. Mm. That one post cannot have its effect because mm. it, it takes a lot of content to mm. make your website and your branding credible. Mm. One branding video cannot do much. Mm. That's what I usually tell my clients. Like, if you think that uh, having like one video or one photo can solve your company's problem, maybe your image or the awareness then you are dead wrong because mm-hmm. it takes years but at least a few months mm. to kind of see the effect mm. you have certain uh, to create to increase inquiries mm. you have to keep posting stuff so same as your own personal uh, personal growth la. Mm-hmm. if you practice one or two times you you don't see the change mm-hmm. then you're just like oh it doesn't work yeah. but if you keep doing it you keep having this cycle and you be patient then after six months or maybe a year, then there will be results. Mm. It might be small changes, but it could be big. Mm. 
I think I want to leave the audience with this acronym of CLASS, uh, which is my company's name, CLASS Living. I mean, uh, on its own, it means living a life of courage, authentic, uh, love, authenticity, stewardship, and significance. But relating this to business context, I would uh, want to rephrase them, this acronym into, you know, it still takes courage to step out to, you know, implement take action of, you know, whatever dreams and ideas that you have. The L, I would uh, relate it to leadership. Leadership, not, uh, um, not just leading the team, but first of all, lead yourself. Mm. Lead yourself, you know, before you are able to lead others. Yeah. And then the A, I think, um, uh, being authentic. Um, in everything that you do, be honest. Because business, um, people want to do business with people who have integrity, who are honest. Yeah. So if you are being true to yourself, true to you know, take care of your client's interests, uh, people can sense it. Yeah. yeah. If it's real and if you are real, people... I mean, the people that I work with are not stupid. Mm, yes. Really yeah. And then the S, I would uh, relate it in the business and system, systems and processes. You know, now with technology, you know, there's a lot of things that you can, you know, just now I mentioned like process, don't skip the process, right? But you can make the, the process be uh, very efficient and you know, with automation, you know, and, and all that mm -hmm. systems. And, yeah, so uh, that's the, the S. And then still relating back to significance, like what is your business uh, doing, co contributing to the greater good, you know, uh, in this world? Are you creating an impact, you know, in your own sphere of influence, you know, be, be it in, in your industry or it can be the nation or even the world? So, yeah, back use, I, I mean, that's why we still hold on to this name class, lah. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Very handy thing. <laughs> so uh, now we come towards the end of mm. the podcast. Uh, if people are interested to kind of like know what you do, mm. uh, is there a way to read more about it? Like maybe mm. you can share uh, maybe your IG handle or some website that you have more details. Mm. Maybe for Women of Courage or any other platforms that you think that is handy for all the entrepreneurs. Yeah, I think from uh, classliving.com.sg, you will be able to also be linked to womenofcourage.asia. So uh, these two websites, uh, www.womenofcourage.asia or classliving.com.sg. So uh, I, will, I will leave it, I will yeah. show you in this mm. part so that you can just click on mm. if you are interested. Mm. Uh, as for my personal personal IG is uh, Lilian Ong at uh, at Lilian Ong seventy three. Yeah, if you if, if you manage to if you are following her on Instagram, you see her very being very active in <laughs> a lot of different aspects of her life. Like uh, yesterday we have a low hay BBSG. Uh -huh. uh, oh yeah, mm. by the way, BBSG mm. uh, is a platform uh, that uh, there's a lot of entrepreneurs mm. that are seeking for networks. If you really want to build relationship with people, but by the way, the, if you're going to BBSG, I will leave it down here again. Uh, it's not a space to find sales. Mm. I think a lot of people have that kind of intention to go in to just find sales, but mm. then that's not the main approach. Mm. Uh, it's to go there to make friends, to really understand what other people are doing, and also kind of find some motivation. Mm. in this group I find that when I go every session mm. be it the meetings or like the or like the real network itself I think I, I feel very refreshed mm. after the session is done mm. because you know as an entrepreneur it's always very lonely through the process and when I go there every month it, it gives me some motivation like uh, like seeing how people like they will have some some, some of our teammates will share their
uh, this kind of like mini mentor sessions is actually quite mm. quite encouraging mm. and for people that are doing entrepreneurship that you think that you're alone uh, you are not uh, I feel that BBS is one of the best yeah the uh, plug into this community because I, I would say collaboration Leadership, mentorship. Yeah. yeah. These are... Yes. We managed to go into your field. Mm. And from there, we also have a chance to talk. Like now, Lydia's mm. helping me out and I'm also helping her out. Yeah, this, this is part of like collaboration as well. Yeah, it's actually mm. nice to... I mean, I'm not a person that can entertain a whole group at one time. Mm. I'm a little bit introverted that way. I prefer to have like small sessions like this. Mm. And it gives us a chance to like socialize and really understand and listen to uh, each, each other la. Mm. because having a big group BBSG network is just like initial phase so you introduce yourself mm. and what you do mm. then it's actually up to individuals like responsibility to look up yep. forward the relationship yep. because uh, you cannot expect one session to create a trust of the relationship so mm. it always takes time yep. and patience and takes a lot of self that I would also want to like point out like it's a place where I would say we are we're all f- farmers la, not hunters don't come with a hunter's mindset <laughs> yeah farmers sow the seed you know water it and it will grow that's why it's back to again it's a process yeah building relationship is a process it's, Mm. Thank you. The International Women's Day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking a few more related podcasts and also this documentary that I'll be doing. Thank you for this chance. Thank you for the invitation. Bye.